Only T-Mobile gives you unlimited data with taxes and fees included, so you save hundreds a year. And get two lines for just a hundred bucks a month, all in with AutoPay. And right now, harness the power of unlimited with a Samsung Galaxy S8. It's the fastest Galaxy ever, so it deserves the fastest and most advanced LTE network. Why wait? Switch today, only at T-Mobile. Top 3% of users greater than 30 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds. Price includes sales tax. Blog Talk Radio. American avant-garde jazz saxophonist, singer, and composer Albert Ayler once said, music is the healing force of the universe. On tonight's episode of Call Me Crazy, we're going to be joined by gongolier and sound therapist Christopher Davis to discuss the power of sound therapy. So grab a drink and a snack and settle in for 60 minutes of woo-woo. I honestly believe that there's a lot of power in manifesting our life experience. What you think about, you bring about. It sounds kind of crazy. I'll be real honest. The law of attraction is a law of physics. It works whether you believe it's working or know it's working in your life or not. Oftentimes, and I think that this is what happens in our world a lot, is that people, instead of focusing on what they want in their life and what is going to make them happy in their life, they focus on the lack of what they want. They focus on the fact that they don't have what they want. The law of attraction the law of deliberate creation, the law of allowing. I am that which I am, a changing thing indeed. And while I am that which I am, I am willing to allow all others to be that which they are. There is power in each of us being who we are, sharing our authentic selves, even when we think we're going to get scrutinized, even when we think people might think we're crazy, this is where my hashtag call me crazy came from, because I'm okay with that. This is what I live for, is my broadcaster, my dreams, my passion. You're sprightly, so you have a great personality. <laughs> Somebody who has a spark is sprightly. That's the law of attraction. How can we love the world into a better place? And that sounds very woo-woo to a lot of folks. And the law of allowing is this idea that my allowing you to be who you are in no way prevents me from being who I am. And the reason that that works is because of the law of attraction. I get that there are going to be people who are like, what in the world are you talking about? You have lost your damn mind. And that's totally okay. It's Friday night. This is Jennifer Miracle Best and I'm my co-host. Kristen Casey, and you're listening to Call Me Crazy on Blog Talk Radio, and we are super excited to have you with us tonight. Um, if you're listening for the first time, you can find us on Facebook by Googling or searching, I guess, for Call Me Crazy on Facebook. <clears throat> if you found us on Blog Talk Radio, we hope that you will follow our profile so that you'll get notices about all of our upcoming shows. Um, and so we're super excited for tonight's show. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, the focus of our shows in the past several weeks has been mostly around the law of attraction. We really did a deep dive on the law of attraction and the law of deliberate creation and the law of allowing and three separate shows. And then we dove into um, the law of attraction and relationships, the law of attraction and health, the law of attraction and wealth. And our last show, our most recent show last week, was the law of attraction and living the life of your dreams. And there's a preview (laughs) of what you're in for tonight. So tonight, we are super excited to have Christopher Davis of Sacred Wave Gong Immersions joining us tonight to talk about the experience that Kristen and I had last week. So welcome, Christopher. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 
it's great for us to be here. I brought Bell with me to keep it keep us company while we're on this uh, journey this evening. That is amazing. Such a beautiful sound. I hope that um, it's as, as full of a sound to our listeners over the internet as it is in person. I know they can't feel that vibration, but man, that sound is amazing. Can you feel that energy? Yeah. Already? Already. No, already. I think the kitties like it. (laughs) Awesome. So um, we've been talking the past couple weeks about the um, event that we attended just this past Friday. So for those of you who, again, maybe are tuning in for the first time, um, we are in Metro Detroit. And I work at a yoga studio in downtown Wyandotte called 359 Degree Yoga. And um, it's one of the many places that Christopher does uh, the gong immersion meditations um, regularly. And so Kristen had never been to a gong immersion uh, meditation. And so I was really excited to share that with her. And we're going to share a little bit about our experience that we had um, on Friday night. But we wanted to um, first kind of, let Chris kind of talk a little bit about the, the, the gong immersion meditations in general, kind of how they go, why okay. we do them, what they're like, you know, describe what the experience is like for people. Um, and then, you know, later we can kind of share what our experience was. But for people who are not familiar with sound therapy, okay. can you kind of paint the picture for folks about well, what we did Friday night? So sound therapy and, and gong immersions are a little different. I'm going to paint a picture for the gong immersions. Perfect. When people come to a gong immersion at my studio, I have um, – max for them to lay on where whereas people when they come to someplace else they bring a mat blanket and water some people bring pillows i would recommend you don't so that your neck can unwind more mm-hmm. but some people need a pillow to be comfortable sure some people bring eye covering because they don't want to see any light mm-hmm. i tend to think that you were going to stop seeing the light in about 30 seconds after the gong start you're not right, going to right. anymore <laughs> it's just not going to be part of the um experience but some people like to have it because they want to dim out as much other sensory distraction as they can. And so the gong immersion situation is allows people to lie down and have an individual experience without having to tell me, the practitioner, anything about what's going on with them. Hmm. Because they're going to unwind. Their process is going to go exactly in order of how it needs to. Mm-hmm. in order for them to achieve greater and greater health. And so that sometimes starts off physically. Sometimes it starts off spiritually. Sometimes it starts off emotionally. And sometimes that's comfortable. And sometimes emotionally is not so comfortable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it goes in different directions all the time. And so um, people get to lay down. This is very important. You don't have to sit up. You don't have to sit up straight. You get to lay <laughs> down. You can lay on your side. You can lay on your back. You can lay on your stomach. You can change directions if you need to. You can stretch during a little, as long as you're quiet. The objective is just to let everybody else have their own experience and um, not to bother anyone else during the, the process. So phones are off. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, a phone-free zone, um, which we all seem to need these days in our society. Right. We need some phone-free time. And the shortest gong immersions I do are where the gong sing for an hour. Okay. I prefer to play longer. Mm-hmm. Because it lets people go deeper into their mm-hmm. into their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I we have sessions that are two and a half hours sometimes on Friday nights. Wow. Um, the gong sings for two and a half hours. Wow. Yep. 
And then we have sessions sometimes that where the gongs sing for eight hours straight, <gasps> which are like a super duper energy charge to the system. Yeah. So they are a more cleansing of the nadis. So there's different kinds of sound therapy. You asked me about sound therapy, right? Right. right. Uh-huh. So there's different kinds of sound therapy. So this is one form of sound therapy using gongs, and they're breaking through blockages in the body systems when you're playing for longer periods of time. Um, so the longer you're playing, the more physical it is becoming. Hmm. Um, it is not that it's stopped being spiritual, emotional, or mental sure. or any of that stuff. Um, but it starts to get to be more, even more physical when it's compounded that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just allows people's energy to move through their body and they begin to heal on their own. So the gongs provide a vehicle to unblock things. The mm-hmm. healing all takes place with the person. Wow. So it really allows for empowerment. Mm-hmm. which is really important for people to have these days. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and that kind of ties into, I'm glad that you went there because I, I, I meant to, before we dove too deep, I usually do a recap of the law of attraction because that's kind of the root of our show. <clears throat> but you, you kind of brought us back around to that by talking about how it kind of unblocks the energy, right? Um, because the whole thing with the law of attraction is based on the fact that everything is energy. We are all made of the same stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, Energy attracts like energy. So um, so thank you for bringing that back around because I meant to mention that before. But um, so, yeah, so, the, so playing the gong, it kind of helps to free up the energy, which then allows the body to do what it automatically already knows to do, right? Like the, the body possesses the power to do all of the healing when given the appropriate or um, – like the the climate or the 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 things it needs. I'm just like the channels, yeah, yeah, the channel to be able to do so. Yes, and one of the things that happens in our daily lives is we don't ever relax. Right. <laughs> when was the last time you like shut your phone off and ignored it for the entire night? Didn't have it anywhere near you. Kept it, everything <laughs> kept the thing away. Right. Or went 24 hours without using your phone on purpose. It's hard to do. I don't know that I can tell you that mm-hmm. when I've been on. Yeah. In 20 for, for 24 yeah. hours. No. Sounds, sounds great though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds serious. Sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> so, so the. The gong immersion gives us a space where the brain is in multiple states of consciousness simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And in that space, our bodies secrete um, things that we need to have, and they finish different chemical processes over all different kinds of things, like digestion gets finished that doesn't normally happen. Our bodies are able to do these things that are different in that space. So some people are laying there during the gong immersion, and the whole time they're gone, someone's going, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and some people are having pains in their ankles or their shoulders and different kinds of things like that. So um, yeah, I think I sort of answered your yeah. question. But the, I, wanna, I could talk about the law of attraction in relation to the gongs too. Yes, before we jump into that, can I yeah. ask you a question yeah. about that? Sure. So just made me think, and now I don't want to forget. So we went to the gong immersion on Friday night. Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. I started to experience some tightness and some soreness in my back, mm-hmm. like kind of not quite in the thoracic, like kind of like almost like my back heart, like, okay. almost, okay. right? And I started thinking, gosh, what is going on? Because I hadn't done anything. I hadn't worked out. I hadn't done anything that would make me, you know, so but it started to gradually. No, no, I hadn't done any yoga or anything. I, and I, I started just gradually, like, it felt like the muscles were just, like, tightening up. 
And I thought, maybe it's from laying on the floor for so long last night. I'm like, but that's weird because it's like, you know, tomorrow afternoon. Like, it just is the strangest thing. Well, my husband also has been, he didn't go to his work the past couple of days because he's had so much pain in his, it, it's a recurring problem area for him. Anyways, mine isn't, but for him it is. Um, and he's been in so much pain that he hasn't been able to, like, have enough mobility where he could go to work. So I work at worked on Sunday, and so Jennifer did some chronic on my back, and she immediately was like, oh, my gosh, it's so inflamed. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, it's so, you know, I don't, it was so sore. Like, it was just so uncomfortable, and that helped a lot. But even now, I still can feel the tightness a little bit, and he's still dealing with his. And I was curious if it had anything to do with the energy, because I know sometimes when you do deep meditations like that, Jennifer mentioned sometimes, like, if you don't stretch afterwards, like, the energy can kind of get congested or whatnot. So is there any, like, what do you, what's your take As on it? As people unwind, different stuff become apparent to them. Okay. And so my, my because I don't have baseline of, like, knowing you and what's sure. going on with you, or if you're deficient in certain minerals or something like that, how it bunched up in mm-hmm. that spot. Okay. So, some, you know, but usually people feel the discomfort during. Oh, see, I did not. My hand fell asleep. I don't know if that was just because of the way they were laying there. Maybe, like, I had a pinched nerve. But, like, it was the point where, like, I didn't even want to move. Like, I couldn't move oh, my exactly. left hand because, A, it was just so asleep. And then, B, I didn't want to feel the tingle for the next 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then it took me away from, yeah. you know, the sound, you know, journey that I was on. Well, you seemed very happy afterwards. How was it? How was it when you started the move at the end of the gauntlet? It was like it wasn't even there. So like it had just gone away, like instantly. So the, so the falling asleep never turned to tingle. So so I'm very fascinated by that because <laughs> I keep finding out things because people, I invite yeah, people to call me, send me emails, yeah. tell me what happened for them, and I don't get enough. I don't get enough feedback. Yeah. I try to get. There are people who recur every couple of weeks or every week. Uh-huh. There are some people who come three times a week sometimes. Wow. So wow. if their lives are really stressful, people come three times yeah. a week because they might not be able to afford to see a psychologist that much, but they can come in and clear. Mm-hmm. And so when I, pe- so sometimes I see people who's they're you know, some of these people are teachers mm-hmm. um, uh, and they're, you know, things are pretty stressful for those mm-hmm. folks, um, especially in the DP, the Detroit public school system. Yeah. So, there are different types of jobs where I search uh, for a period of time. I'll see somebody for a long time mm-hmm. and then they'll suddenly disappear and then they'll reoccur yeah. and, and come back on a more, you know, regular, a basis. regular basis. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times with people who really enjoy it that much, they end up buying their own gong or, you know, learning to play with us or something. Like yeah. That. So, um, so, so that's interesting that you didn't have that the tingly never turned to pinpricks. And it's interesting. Really? So, so I don't know what I don't. It's interesting. I'd, I'd be interested to hear more about any accidents you may have had early on in life where that may have, if anything, comes to you. I don't have any history with that area okay. for that. Interesting. That I can think of. Interesting. Like it's not a trouble area now for him. It is. He's huh. had he's had problems with his shoulders for a long time. Okay, but um, you said this was didn't really seem like shoulder. It seemed like back. Lower than, yeah, lower than was, the rest. Yeah, his hand and mine were very different. Mine, <laughs> mine was literally like I, I kept trying to push it and like work it out, and huh. it was literally almost like on my back heart space, which is what made me right. think of it because this gong oh. was about oh, the very energy much, of the it was heart. Very much, it was very yeah. much heart related. So it may have been things that they unblocked 
and just finishing up their unwinding. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, finishing up yeah. the unwinding process. Did you drink enough water? That's what was going to be. That's a good question because I'm bad for that. And like, why, did you, why did you – that was going to be one of my questions is why do you stress that? Like you really stress that yeah. to me? Oh, I do. I really stress it in general because when you're doing that much detoxification, mm-hmm. and this is so unusual to people, you need a vehicle to get toxins out of the body. Mm-hmm. And almost universally, except in orgone therapy, almost universally in all um, alternative medicine and naturopathic medicine and herbal medicine, you need to consume more water to let the toxins get out of the body because once we use stuff up, it has to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's not the sound that we're trying to get out of the body. It's just that I know that you've just had a 90-minute massage of sound, mm-hmm. and even though a person wasn't touching you, the sound is touching you, and it's touching all the way. It's penetrating into your bones. It's massaging your organs. It's a massage like you've never had. Mm-hmm. And we don't have enough background in our society to know what to do with it except drink a lot of water and let that stuff get through and do that for at least three days. That becomes that really could, important. That could have been a key piece of it then because yeah. I, don't, I don't drink nearly as much water as I should. I usually tell people to keep water next to the bed uh-huh. and drink it when you wake up. Yeah. Yeah, to so try to get, you know, try to get hydrated. Uh-huh. Well, I was just going to say, like, my fiance the last couple of days has just been like, Gosh, it feels like I worked out, but I haven't worked out in a week. And last weekend, you know, we went out to dinner and, you know, we we went to a bridal shower. And so we were eating not so great all weekend long. And it didn't even occur to me until just now. I mean, she doesn't nearly drink as much water as I do throughout the day. She's on the go. And, you know, I drink water, lemon water, because I, I like it and I enjoy it. But she doesn't have the opportunity to be able to drink water like I do. And now that you say that, okay. it may be it's probably why she's sore, even though she hasn't worked out or done yoga or fell or anything, probably because her body was detoxing and didn't have the water, the natural water, to be able to get those toxins out. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. Like, that made me, that made me learn something. Like, maybe you <laughs> realize it's probably why. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you got to drink, you're, you're saying you got to drink water. It's really important. It's, sort of, it's, it's, it's it is something that I notify, tell people mm-hmm. at every gone immersion. Remember to drink lots of extra water for the next three days. Mm-hmm. And it's, some, some people are not aware of how thirsty they are. And yeah. So, okay. Okay. Awesome. That makes sense. Awesome. <laughs> Well, that yeah. Yeah. So now you just yeah. need to drink more water. I, I, um, yeah, I do. I do. We, as a general rule, most people say you should drink half your body yes. weight in ounces of water. So mm-hmm. I do know that I should drink more water, but especially when you have some kind of, like, you know, whenever you go for a massage, they always tell you drink lots of water. Mm-hmm. Like, drink lots yeah, of I water. never heard that before. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that was what got me thinking. But mm-hmm. okay. okay, so you were going to, I kind of pressed pause on the law of attraction thing because I wanted to ask about that, but yeah, if you can talk a little bit about like how like the law of attraction ties into this challenge. This is, this is what's crazy. And I, the, one of the things that got my attention about the gongs um, was after I would go to these Kundalini gong immersions, mm-hmm. which is how I was originally um, exposed to the gong, um, but I always had to do yoga at the Kundalini gong immersions. And I wanted to be able to lay down and not do the yoga. But every time I would leave, I would end up, I, was, I, I collect silver forks and spoons and things like that because silver has a value, um, eating with it is antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. And so I would collect these little pieces, right? Uh-huh. And I collect all different kinds. So I've got this crazy collection of spoons. Uh-huh. Forks are, are more rare. Um, but And other silver objects. 
And so every time I would leave one, within a few days, I would always find something that was ridiculously low priced. Mm-hmm. And it was it was consistent every single time. <laughs> At one time, it was so weird, I got silver change. Uh-huh. The person handed me sterling silver change. Oh, wow. And that was really, really weird. Yeah. And so this started happening. So I started noticing that the law of attraction about this thing that I did, which was pretty intense at the time, because I, I would go to the flea markets uh-huh. all around the area, uh-huh. and I would look for this stuff. And I would find the craziest stuff after that, uh-huh. every time I'd go to a gong mission. And so that, that was one of the things that got me into the gong. Then after I got a gong and Carol got her gong, and we started playing gongs together, I started looking for gongs all over the place. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I find gongs nobody's ever seen or hardly anybody's ever seen. Uh-huh. And I find rare gongs all the time. And so because my focus is gongs, all I find is Our gongs. gongs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find silver anymore because I'm not paying attention. Oh, right, but I right. find gongs like crazy and very unusual gongs. It's been a very interesting journey with the gongs. Which is so funny because I never find a gong anywhere. Right, like, because I'm not looking for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen a gong any place, but when I've come to the gong immersion, where I mean, where do you even find a gong? The only place that I know of is Mongolian barbecue. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, right. Well, so, apparently, at Mongolian barbecue, you can ring the gong yeah. and give them a tip. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what I've that's what I've heard. Like, and sometimes you'll run into them in car dealerships. You'll run into Chinese gongs in oh, car dealerships. Interesting. You might see them in the back of the symphony orchestra. Yeah. Like the, 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 the Pisces gongs uh-huh, like we use, uh-huh. you might see those in the back of the symphony orchestra. Yeah. But not necessarily. Right. They may or may not be there, or they may be invisible. Right. Um, and then there are jazz. Jazz uses more gongs um, in heavy metal bands, a lot of times because of uh, Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. There'll be a big Pisces gong in the back of a heavy metal set. Uh-huh. Um, but it doesn't get enough use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the band... Pink Floyd mm-hmm. uses it um, in Set the Controls for the Heart and Sun. It starts mm. off with a gong play. That's cool. And you hear them in movies all the time for space flight. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. going on in outer space. That's so funny. It's very much usually gong. Yeah. The last one, so the first um, gong immersion I went to was back in like January, I think. And I can't remember exactly what the focus of that one was. But what I remember when you said that is at one point being like, oh my God, that sounds like a space monster. Like, <laughs> like I remember it being like so intense. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in outer space. What is uh-huh. Like it was almost uncomfortable. Like I just remember, like oh, <laughs> you know. But it, it did. It sounded like some sort of like that's what I remember having a thought of, like oh, that's like a space monster. That's funny. Did you feel like you're in space? No, but it, but it was like that feeling of like, like I didn't feel like I was in space, but you definitely don't feel like you're where you're at. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I definitely yeah. felt like I, I was I somewhere else. I wouldn't have said like oh look I'm in space, but it was definitely made me feel like I was in a different place. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. Interesting. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Most Very people cool. have that, that I'm not where I am. Feeling. Yeah. 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 So, um, do you, was there anything, Kristen, that you remember of your experience in particular that, like, either surprised you or, like, that you want to share with him? Because he said he likes to get feedback about what it, the experience was like, like for yeah. So, as soon even even from the demonstration, as soon as you – hit the gong, told us where they, what they're about, where they're from, 
gave us a kind of, you know, snapshot of what they're going to sound like, I could instantly feel the energy in the room. And I don't know if everybody else could, but, like, you know, it being a Friday night, I, it was a great way for me to cleanse from the work week, okay. um, which was, you know, a great thing. Um, this show also helps me do that as well. So I felt the energy in the room. It took me a minute to kind of, like, get settled. You know, I lay on the floor. I don't usually lay on yoga. I have that once a week or anything like that. Um, once I kind of, like, got into the place, it was like a trance almost. It was very, like, relaxing. And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the sound of the gongs felt like they were coming closer to me. I'm like, is he really walking around with me? Like, did he off the, the thing that it was hanging on? And I'm like, oh my gosh. I didn't want to open my eyes right away, but eventually I did. I saw you walking around. So that was cool, too, because I kind of felt like the sounds were different depending on the proximity mm-hmm. of where they were located, either near or far away from you. So I thought that was different as well. And then the hand kind of just off, kind of fell asleep there for a minute. So I kind of like had to like let that go. But then when I really started to get into it, like I could really feel like that buzzing sensation on my skin and the inside and my bones, like kind of really go all through, like when you're when I meditate regularly, uh-huh. it was that, but on a deeper level because a there was more people in the room. We were all kind of doing the same thing. It was like that mass consciousness kind of going through the room, and then for a while there, I forgot that you were in the room doing it. Like I just got <laughs> lost in the sound, and then I thought about it more today, and I really kind of felt like whatever you were doing, it the sound told the story. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I would go, I would, like I felt myself going to, like, a vacation place, and then I would come back to work, and then, and, and like, like you were, when you were playing the vacation gong, I felt my mind going to the vacation place, or going to, like, the wedding place that I'm planning, or going to the honeymoon place, or, you know, maybe you were playing one that was, like, distressing from work or something like that, and I would find myself, you know, going to, like, a workplace, and I'm coming back to the vacation place. So it felt like my mind was traveling in all different directions simultaneously. And it's like, I couldn't keep up with the thoughts, but I wanted to keep up with the thoughts. But I didn't want to feel like I was thinking about anything. But then I felt like I had to think about everything because I had never done this before. So I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be thinking? But then I'm like, I got to experience all the feels or else I'm not going to get everything I'm supposed to be getting out of it. That's so funny. Yeah. So did I answer your question? Yeah. yeah. You did answer my question, and you said some some very – um, telling things, so hopefully I can track back through it all. So the um, the whole the, you don't ever have to worry about working at it because whatever you need to keep, you're going to keep, mm-hmm. and whatever. And but some people don't keep much of anything until they start to think about it a few days later, and it all starts to rush back at them. Um, the um, and it does sort of tell a story, and part of what pulls it around is the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, that is really intense. And Friday night was a very intense time because I didn't get the normal grounding time that I get. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like, I was kind of tightrope walking for the whole mm-hmm. session, mm-hmm. which was which was really sort of, it makes it exciting in some ways, but it also makes it sort of stressful in some yeah. ways. And it brings up my own stuff in my, at, at me. And so that's a powerful thing. This This work throws your own stuff in your face so hard when you do it for groups of people because it reflects you reflect back at yourself hard Mm -hmm. and so it's fascinating it's a fascinating thing that happens and so i'm pleased to hear that you went through all of these different things and had varying experiences that all sound like they were rather positive and having the group 
because that's one of the things that I believe that having everyone's frequency in the room, even though I can't hear mm-hmm. everybody else, all of them are like gongs. You can't mm-hmm. hear them. But if you could, they would be so phenomenally beautiful, the symphony that comes from each individual, mm-hmm. because you're full of all these cells, and all these cells are making sound. They're all sending off vibrations. We just don't have ears that hear that low volume right. or the, that range of frequencies. And if we did, I don't think we'd get anything done. Right. I think we'd have to be three. <laughs> so, um, and so that was one of the things. You, you brought up something else, and maybe it'll come back, and maybe it won't. But, um, but sound there, in the, oh, this facilitates multiple states of consciousness simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it does from the deep sleep to high-functioning um, to high-functioning stress. Mm-hmm. All of those things can be triggered in a gong immersion for oh, different people sorry. there at the same time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes different at different – your consciousness is aware of some of it more specifically at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that probably explain why I, um, I found myself having a really hard time shutting my brain off. Yeah. And I remember saying that to Jennifer afterwards. She's like, how, how is that? How do you like I'm like, I love this. I just had a really hard time tearing my brain off. She's like, so high. And so um, she's like, I don't usually really like, but I just, I found myself the same thing, kind of like thinking about stupid things, like yeah. stupid stuff that I didn't want to be thinking about, like that were not important. You know, they're like work things or like, you know, like this kind of thing. Um, and so, uh, so it was just really, but maybe it's that whole thing about, it, it triggers like these multiple levels of consciousness all kind of happening at the same time. Cause I didn't, it wasn't like that for me the whole time, but I, but it would come and go. Like at the beginning I had a hard time shutting my mind off, you know, and then I kind of got into a space and then later it's like the stupid things I didn't want to think about would come back. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here. Like, yeah. yeah. So it was like this weird um, kind of cycle uh, where it would come back and forth. I was also going to say too, like my fiance and I were, I were working out like some relationship type stuff too. And it, allowed me to be in a space of really just being okay with that whole like law of allowing thing mm-hmm. and just be like okay like the only way for this to work is if I just like I can't preach it without practicing it mm-hmm. so I've got to really just practice it so it, it allowed me to kind of like come home and be like in a very like clear like okay you ask me to do this I know what I need to do, and I'm just going to do it. And since then, it has been a heck of a lot better. And I'm definitely going to tell her that she needs to drink more water when I'm like, you can believe me or not, but I'm telling you. Because she does say all the time, we need to drink more water. But I found that to be very, like, cleansing. I think it was, like, perfect that that, it was the the immersion was, just meditation was surrounded around the heart chakra. And I very much felt that as far as, like, being able to come home with, like, a very, like, positive um, setting intention mm-hmm. for the next, you know, couple of weeks or a couple of months. And just, you know, I can't, like I said, I can't practice the law. I can't preach the law of allowing if I don't practice it. So, I, you know, it, it allowed for that space of the only way for this to work is for really to be devoted and practice it. And so right. I found that to be very cleansing of the heart. <laughs> right. Good. Good. So. And yeah. And I, I, I specifically chose gongs that were heart chakra related mm-hmm. except for Neptune because mm-hmm. uh, I needed something to be a little lighter. And so I had mm-hmm. um, the different gongs were all there were fire chakra, heart chakra, heart chakra specific and heart chakra, throat chakra. So to be able to talk from a, a space of love as well. Mm-hmm. And, and even all that stuff, the other thing about all these frequencies is some of these frequencies 
are specific to other things. Um, and so you can have a frequency, like there's a frequency for silver. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a frequency for water and these different kinds of things. And they, all, they also have octaves. So mm-hmm. if, let's, if the frequency of something is, say, 117, double that is also triggering it, and half of that is oh, also triggering so it. Oh, so it's like a multiple of it, huh? Yes, and you, it absolutely oh. is. Okay. And in music, it goes, you know, double, triple, quadruple, and those things, you find those happening in the gong. Right. You find these doubles, triples, quadruples, um, and on up um, happening with the gong. And so the gong uh, facilitates that. But then the gong changes by who's in the room. The sounds actually change for whoever's there. So what do you mean, do you mean in the way that it, do you mean in the way that it sounds or in the yes. way that it's received, like the or both? Huh. The way that the gong because of how it reflects yeah. on their vibration. Yep, the same thing will happen if you play this crystal ball on someone. Really? You play a crystal ball in a room by itself and it'll uh-huh. make a sound, but if you set it on a person, it could change. Uh-huh. And when it breaks through the blockage, mm-hmm. if it's the right bowl for them, mm-hmm. it won't play very well if it's not. But if it, um, but if it's a bowl that they need, um, then it'll make this unusual sound, and then the sound will become more normal as the blockage is taken care of. What? I'm so excited. So we won't get too far on a tangent right. on this. Just but, to talk about a little bit but different, different I'm super excited because my friend Levon, I don't know, Levon, if you're listening right now, or, well, you, well, might, you probably will be tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we signed up for the singing bowl transformation or the singing bowl. What's it called? The singing bowl um, workshop uh-huh. where you're going to teach people how to use. What is this? Singing. I didn't know about that. I didn't tell you about that. Oh my goodness. It's coming in May 13th yep. and you get your own singing bowl as part of the registration. And so at my, I was curious about it because I know there's still some more spaces, but go ahead. Can you still get bowls? I'm, I'm an, just, you, I'm you okay, so yeah, there, did I, you hear that? There's yeah. going to be an opportunity. Where's it at? It's, yeah. at, it's going to be at the yoga studio. Okay, what time? Three, two yeah. to six. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what time is it? 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. What day is it? On May, May 13th. 13th. It's a Saturday. Saturday before Mother's Day. Yeah, like a week from. Oh, oh so it's next Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah. It's from 2 to 6? Mm-hmm. So it's four hours? Yeah. So so anyway, my question about that was. Oh, we'll have to talk more about that later. Let's not get on here. Okay. But. I was curious about it because you just were talking about the singing bowls and how you know if it's because I have I have looked into singing bowls before at the mm-hmm. there's a place in um, Ann Arbor which I'm sure you're familiar with the Himalayan, Himalayan Bazaar I think. yes they got beautiful bowls and so I went in there once because I've, we have a room in our home that we um, it's kind of our working Zen room like we're kind of created a space where we can do meditation and and you know those kinds of things and so we have like a little meditation altar and things like that and so I was looking to you know maybe get a singing bowl for our zen room and so she was showing me how they're all different you know they're tuned for different chakras of the set you know thing mm-hmm. so my question about the the workshop is is everybody get, like how are how are you how will how will we know if it's for us? Like, are we, do we, are we just getting a bowl? You're getting you know a bowl. Saying? Like, you're just pretty getting much, whatever Pretty bowl. much you're getting a bowl. Okay. The way it's going to work. And then if people want to trade bowls, they can trade bowls later. Okay. Cause I, yeah, um, I'm curious. And I'm not exactly sure how that's all going to go because not all of them are the same sort of bowl. I couldn't, when I ordered them, they weren't all available. The ones that I wanted. Uh-huh. And I may still have to order a few more, and thankfully they ship fast. Uh-huh. Are they uh, all brass? Or they're they're all, all... I believe they're all brass. Okay. So, so they could be brass or bronze. They don't tell me. Okay. But um, they're not they, the come, they come from the Himalayas. 
Okay. Um, but they're newly manufactured. These are not old manufactured. Okay. And there are some people who feel that the old ones are better. And mm-hmm. in some ways that there's, there's some ways in which they're right. And there are ways that which it doesn't matter. Okay. So both are true. Okay. At the See, same time. People have real, real problems with both being true. I know. Yes. But I get it. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you are more attracted to antiques, yeah. Then it might be more special yeah. if it was an antique. Well, and maybe, you also got to pay for the nose for that. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say, well, it maybe isn't one of the, one of the probably the, I don't want to say arguments, but the case made for the older ones being the energy. Right. Some of it's the energy and some of it's, they, um, they're called seven metal bowls. They're bowls with multiple metals. Oh. And, and then the argument is whether that was on purpose or by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing that I have learned about people is that we can argue about anything. I don't want to. I like to diffuse the argument. And sometimes we can even argue, and we're arguing the same point. Like, have you ever had that argument with someone where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Like, we're saying the same yeah, thing. Saying the same thing. <laughs> just differently. Different, yes. Just, just like in different options. Yes. Yes. At different frequencies. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, we'll have to get more, because I have more questions about the, the sound. Yeah, the singing, that's what they call singing. Sing bowl. Sing bowl. I have more questions about the singing bowl, too. And then hopefully I can join you, and then we can talk about it. That would be show. awesome. Yeah, that would be yeah, great. That would be cool. Okay. So, I would love for you also to talk about, you were talking about it earlier, and I didn't want to get on a tangent, but um, can you tell the story, the first, um, excuse me, the first meditation that I went to, the first gong immersion meditation I went to that you did, you uh, really talked a lot about kind of the healing properties of it or the healing, you know, how that happens, and you shared a story about a woman who had some sort of dis-ease oh, yeah. that had gone to, like, I want to say it might have been cancer. I may have gotten the, the whatever the illness was wrong. But you were talked about how she had gone to like a thing where they did the the playing for eight hours at the time. Well, actually, it was they, she had gone to an Indian reservation. Yes. This okay. is what had brought me. So Elmer Running, who I never met, I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> so Elmer Running, who I never met, um, was one of the influences that I had to start playing the gongs. Okay. So Elmer was a medicine man. He did not actually play the drums. He sat in a, in, a, in a trailer on an Indian reservation in North Dakota. And this woman, who I found out later, would not follow the instructions that he gave during the day. They would, so at night, they would play these, um, they'd play the drums, and he would do prayers. So he had, would have an altar space okay. in front of him where he would do something. No, it's all in pitch black. Wow. And so one of the drummers actually showed up in my studio one day and he told me how this light appeared over his head at one point during this. Wow. And the windows are blacked out. There's nothing for a light so there's no way for like to appear over his head. Uh-huh. And so he had some very interesting experiences. But this woman was in one portion of the room. She didn't move. And they would play the drums for five hours inside of a trailer. You know how big a trailer is? Yeah. That's the same size as my office. Right. It's about 350 square feet. Right. 360, right. something like that. Right. Um, and so they would play these gongs in this space, or the drums in this space. In five nights, a tumor in her liver that was somewhere between the size of a softball and a baseball disappeared. Completely disappeared. Right. Power of prayer and power of sound therapy together. That is a spiritual, physical thing. And 
which is one of the reasons I like to come at this from a spiritual standpoint. Yes. Because without the spiritual standpoint, I don't think it can be as effective. Mm-hmm. It can be, but then we're b- busy with the logical American mind of trying to figure out why. Right. When just, right. we could just let it. Yeah. So, so yes, so this woman had this profound experience, and she told me about this, and that was what got me into playing the drums. Wow. And reminding me about playing the drums, and then I remembered that it would help get my memory back. How is that? So I was in a car accident. I lost my memory. Okay. All of this is from a bad car accident that I had. I had a a woman ran a stop sign at 9 o'clock in the morning, late for work, and I was changing the station on my truck at the same time, had the right of way, and she collided with the front of my truck. My head hit the the door jam, knocked me completely unconscious. Then I could feel the sensation of going um, over the stop sign and through the grass, and then the big thump at the end. Oh, my God. Now, by, mind you, I was not wearing my seatbelt. I was going to try to Wow. So then I was in the void. When I, was, when I went through all this, at the other end of this, I'm in the void. I'm wow. just nowhere. I'm just floating nowhere. And I have to tell you, it was never more peaceful in my entire life. Wow. And I didn't see the light. I don't know that I crossed over, but I went somewhere between here and there. Right, right. And it was no, I was nowhere. Wow. And then somebody started pounding on the window of my car, my truck, to bring me back. And I don't never go to the doctor. And I couldn't remember why I didn't go to the doctor. So when the ambulance people came and they wanted to take me to the hospital, I was like, I know we don't go to the doctor, but I don't remember why. And he seemed nice. I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so I lost my long-term memory. Wow. So you and were actually so drum, still in your vehicle. But in your mind or whatever, yeah. like you had flown out of it. Yeah, I had. I would just. Oh. Look, I, my spirit was in the. Like voice. your spirit was there. Yeah, your, my your physical, physical body was still in the car. Yeah, my physical body was still in the car. I banged myself up really bad. Okay. Um and. So but you I, went, but went the, to the hospital. Went to the hospital. They X-rayed my head. They said you're not bleeding. You're okay. You can go home. But I had horrible whiplash mm-hmm. two weeks later, um, and I had lost. I lost a big chunk of my long-term memory. Wow. And so over the, over the years following, and I, as I got back into percussion uh-huh. with the drums, and, um, and then, you know, I played singing bowls, but I didn't notice the effects with that. But the playing of the drum started getting my memories back. And let me tell you, the first ones I got back were not the favorites. Were not the good. No, mm-hmm. but they were, they were the emotions buried alive. Wow. And then um, the, the gong came along. And that was more facilitating toward that end, uh-huh. um, but less toward the short-term memory. Uh, and so, and then it also facilitated working on the inflammation of my skull. Uh-huh. So I had lots of skull pain um, after uh, anything gong-related for the longest time. Um, and had Carol um, not been there um, the first time that we went, when we went to the gong version, if she hadn't been there, I don't know that it had gone back, but she enjoyed it. Mm. And so I went back because she liked it. Right. And I liked the sound, but I didn't like the, how it affected me afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I very shortly thereafter figured out that it was the inflammation in my head. Right. Um, that was being affected. And was it being healed? Is it that, was. Is that right. why it, it was stimulating. It was massaging this, this inflamed area in my skull. And I'd get a headache every single time. And it would last for hours. Mm. Um, but they would dissipate. They, they got less and less intense mm-hmm. over time. But they, ha- they still happened a lot. Um, and uh, it went on for over a year. 
But oh. I just but I just knew that it was working on that and right. I was getting memories back. And I right. still sometimes get new memories back. Huh. But I believe I've gone into past the point oh. of the memories that I had lost into Wait. now getting into deeper stuff that I had buried. Okay. You know, things okay. like that. So it's been a very fascinating journey. So that's just for me one of the things that besides this whole law of attraction thing was yeah. getting my memory back. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. I know. I know. Right. Cool. It's like super, super fascinating. So, yeah. Very so does so. that keep you into this work as well because you knew that like it it helped you and you felt it and realized it saw it help you. So you kind of move you into continue to stay with the work and see it in other people. Absolutely. And I'm fascinated. I was looking I okay, so I prayed for something, not after the after the car accident, before I found the gun. I prayed for a way to give a room full of people a massage. Wait, you prayed oh. for what? A way to give a room full of people a massage. Shut up. You prayed for that before? The... After, the, after the car accident. Uh-huh. But before, before you found, found the, the gong. gong. <gasps> I know. That's amazing. Right? And so I didn't say how. Right, I right. I just said you, what I wanted. That's what you wanted to know is how. I, and so the how showed up. Yes. And so wow. the how was the gong. <laughs> So, I love the universe. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just kind of followed your calling. Yeah, so I just followed the followed it and it unwound it, and this is where I landed was all among the gods. And how long have you been doing it now? Five years. So on May second was the anniversary of five years ago, the first time we had done a gong immersion for a group of our friends. Hmm. So okay. that was that was May second. So we're just, yeah. So, so here we are. Years. Five years. Yeah. Where do you where do you hope to like take this in the future? Like do you hope to like on a bigger scale? Or are you okay with just doing it in yoga studios or? I, I, so I'd love to take it to a bigger scale, mm-hmm. but I'm also willing to like wait for that whole that process to unwind mm-hmm. because I have tried to push the envelope and lost a lot of money trying to push the envelope, and I'm okay with that because um, I really learned a lot. So I'll, I mean, I cannot tell you how much money I lost in the beginning because I would, I would, I would rent spaces and not enough people would show mm-hmm. up and then buy all kinds of like food to eat and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so, um, but I, but I was learning the whole time mm-hmm. and, um, and like really cool things were happening for people. So, you know, you got to invest something in your own educational process. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing something mm-hmm. that nobody has done on the scale that I've worked at, so that's why in when we have the overnight sessions, I rent a large space so that we can fit. Um, in the past, it's been like around 20 people. Now I'm working up to a space where we can fit like 40 people. Wow. And everybody gets a twin-size air mattress. Wow. So, yeah. So we, I bought. I am now the proud owner of 22 twin-size <laughs> air mattresses. And if more people make reservations, I'll buy more air mattresses. So you do this overnight? Yeah. Wow. And so that actually brings me back to another question I was going to ask earlier, but I forgot. Was um, I noticed that, you know, for me, I kind of – well, I have two questions now coming back to me. I know that I, for me, I kind of was in and out of sleep, I think, during the session. Like, what I think wanted to know is sleep, right? Like, it felt like sleep, but who, who knows what kind of, like, experience mm-hmm. I was having. So, and there's a part of me that's always afraid to fall asleep because I don't want to miss it. Right. <laughs> so, but my understanding is it doesn't matter, right? right. Like, that's whether right. you're conscious or you're asleep, you, you get your body to allow, gets the benefits, right? Yes, you get to allow your body to do what it needs to do. Okay. Okay, cool. So then my other question was um, – I noticed that towards the end of the uh, meditation, I found myself feeling compelled to cough. And again, I was like trying not to cough because you don't want to be that person who's making making all the noise. 
And I didn't talk about the cough. No, you haven't talked about the cough. Oh. Well, so I was kind of holding Sorry. it. I was okay. holding it, right? And then I was like, okay, I just got to, like, you, you don't have a choice, right? You got to let it out. And so I coughed a couple of times. And then it was like almost as soon as I coughed, a couple other people on the yeah. other side of the room coughed. And I thought, it, you know, because I kind of was like, this, okay, it's just my body letting go of something. Like, I've got to just do it because it's the detoxing, right? It's, it's something coming out. And then other people did it. I thought, oh, my gosh, that's so weird. Cause, okay. So, so you just, so anyway, this is, there's so many things I can explain the wrong version, and I'm trying to stop talking. <laughs> no, that's like the whole time I'm You like, are here to talk. Right, no, we're here to talk. Oh, there yes, yes. Stop talking uh-huh. and let you ask questions. So this is very pertinent. Mm-hmm. In the unwinding of emotions, coughing is one of the ways we unwind. We don't just cry. Mm. We don't just, we, but we sneeze, we yawn, and we sigh. Okay. Those are all emotional things that are ways that emotions unwind mm-hmm. out of us. Huh. Um, and so coughing can be a way to clear the lungs and the heart chakra. Yeah. So as, as like the mat and a lot of stuff is caught up for us around the heart. Sure. Um, but the, so, and it's also, you may have given all those other people permission. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) to, to cough. Right. Which is perfect. So, so thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, I mean to tell people like coughing, sneezing, snoring, all these things are just sounds yeah. you're going to hear. I feel like I do remember you saying that at the first one I was at, which is why in the moment when I was trying to fight the cough, I was like, no, 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 this is just your body letting go of something, let it go. Mm-hmm. But initially I did find myself wanting to be like, oh, we're making it over. At the end, when you, like, stop, I was like, okay, like, am I supposed to, like, is this it? Do I just get <laughs> up and go? But then nobody else is getting up and the room is still kind of dark. So I kind of opened up my eyes and kind of, like, unwound myself and then, stressed a little bit. I'm like, still nothing is happening. <laughs> what What's the next step? Like, I'm sure he's going to tell us. So I don't know. So <laughs> this is a little odd. Like, okay, you know, I need to kind of go. And I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, 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 you're your personality. <laughs> no, no, no. You know why? Because if I'm not in control, uh, then I'm a little out of my shorts. And so I was okay with all of that letting go. And then when the gong stopped, I didn't know what to do. And I kind of felt like I was out of control in my environment a little bit. <laughs> so then, of course, my mind is, like, asking myself all of these questions. Like, when am I, I, know, I don't see anybody else moving around. There's not a Because he says you have to be more cleansing of the room. I'm not quite sure. And then eventually you, Brad, you know, you woke up. Right. brought us into like consciousness again okay. and I'm like okay there is another part of mine I just fit and get up and break the energy <laughs> in the room well if you just got up it wouldn't have heard anything but there was um so I, I normally say at the beginning and maybe I did or did not say this but normally I say at the end there will be a period of silence oh and yeah my oh, voice right. will bring you back to the room oh, now okay. we, we have part of the limitations of the human mind is that we miss pieces Mm-hmm. And I and I don't like this myself <laughs> when I miss pieces because I miss plenty. But I'm also, um, but no, it just it, that part, that silence at the end. How much silence do we get in our oh, lives? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Peaceful. even even though sometimes there's car traffic going by or there's an airplane that goes by, um, or there's music that comes from outside, mm-hmm. we still we don't are not controlling that space, and so. I'm, so thank you for bringing that up, but it's an important part of the way we do these is to have this period of silence 
So let the nervous system, let that stuff set in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then bring everybody back slowly um, and with empowering. Oh, that's interesting that you say that because a couple of nights ago, like, laying on the couch and the TV was off and I had my eyes closed and I was just, like, in, my, in a happy place. And, you know, my friends, they walked down. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't, I don't remember what I said. I said something about I'm letting go of the noise. And she goes, what noise? And I said, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, it's the noise of the day. Like, I'm a sales rep. So I am talking, and I have somebody in my ear all day, every day. So to just have silence for, like, five minutes or 30 seconds, I'm like, Chris, like, what noise? I said, exactly. I'm letting go of all the noise of the day. So you're wow. talking, so I need you. You're now, you're the noise. Right? <laughs> yeah. right. She was like, okay, you know. So, so funny. Yeah, it was, that was nice. I, I didn't know what to do, but I knew – even though I didn't know what to do where I was at, I was just like, okay, no, I'm just going to let it go. Okay. I'm going to enjoy the okay. peacefulness and wow. the family. Because sometimes I feel like if I'm not doing something, I'm doing nothing. So if I'm mm. not, if I'm not multitasking, like, like mm. it's very hard for me to just be still. Yeah. Like if I'm not going from one activity to that, I'm missing out. Which is why I'm not you're like, what, what's going on? Do I get up? Do I get up? <laughs> I didn't know it was okay the to activity. just sit there for a minute. Yeah. And the activity of nothing is far more something than anything. Than, than anything that any of us give. The, the effort to not move is great. The effort to resist doing and just be is such a great it, – it, it's cool that you brought it up because we just don't do it very well mm-hmm. in our society. And the exercising nothing is a great exercise. Mm-hmm. for all of us to do and yeah. it doesn't cost anything yeah meditating is really helping with that and I meditated last night and I had a really busy day but I know that meditating last night was pre-paving we've talked about that on the show and setting intentions setting mindful intentions and so that's what I really look towards and, and forward when you know I meditate and I'm so excited because we're going to go to is, is he hosting the next one Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, the yeah. One in May. Yeah. yeah. To the was it empowerment? Uh, it's the angel. Uh, yeah. Can we Gold, talk about it? The angel. Golden the angel empowerment. Um. Okay. So I believe. Okay. So this one is specifically a little bit different. It's going to be an evocation of the archangel Raphael. Um. And it is to do physical healing, um, but also to bring in golden energy, and it is related to. Um, my design of this one is related to the Hebrew um, Sephira, which is part of this tree of life called Tiferet or Tepharet. And I'm not Hebrew, and I don't pronounce that stuff carefully or correctly. I can pronounce it carefully, but it means beauty. And the Archangel Raphael is the divine physician. Um, huh. And so that was what I'm kind of basing this around. And they haven't finished telling me the 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 energy has not finished telling me which gongs I'm supposed to bring for this. Mm-hmm. I'm intending to bring the sun gong or the golden Buddha, but I'm not sure, or both. And so, and or I may be bringing a gong, which you haven't seen, called Aslan, which is um, a 44, 45-inch brown gong um, that was made in the United States by um, Ryan Mark Shelley down in um, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had that custom made for us, and that's and that was named Aslan 
for a multiple of reasons. It roars like a lion. It has a it's, it's a double Leo, but Aslan oh, is wow. also a code word. <laughs> so it's a, a Leo moon and a Leo sun. Mm. But Aslan is also a, a code word for Christ. Oh, did you know so, that? Yeah. yeah. So in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the character who plays Aslan. Is the character Aslan is also a Christ character. That's right. I do remember the Lion, the Witch, so, and the Wardrobe. So I wanted to like put all that energy into this particular gong, and this gong is for bringing people back together who have been separated. Oh, that was my next question. Wow. Yeah. The other one was the Toronto, the Heart Chakra. So uh, what is this? So it's so we're going. To, we've gone. We've jumped into another paradigm of the realm of Tiferet, which is part of the. It's it's not a chakra like we normally think right. of a chakra. It's part of the tree of life, which some people would say is heart chakra related, and other people would say that it's a totally different system. Um, but it tends to be on the tree of life if you superimpose it over the body. The earth chakra, the part that's called Malkuth, of the kingdom of God where we live, this is Malkuth, is the feet. Mm-hmm. And then the groin hips area is um, uh, something that's going to jump out of my head. Um, I can see it. It's an SH word. Uh, it's going away. Yesod. It's not an SH word. Um, Yesod um, is the, um, and that's related to the moon. And then Tiferet is related to the sun. Hmm. But it's heart chakra. It's not fire chakra, it's heart chakra. Hmm. And then um, Da'at is throat. And then the crown is the Ayin, so four. Um, but also that is another name, which is you know, probably in the first second. Um, Kether. Mm-hmm. So um, the ayin so forth is not limited light. So, but this, these are all paired like it's a hologram. So we live in Malput, but on the body, the feet are related to that. But it's also the heart, the earth chakra. So all these mm-hmm. things get to be very fascinating mm-hmm. because they all start to correlate into each other. Right. And they, um, and then there's there's subsets along the sides with the arms and the hips and the sides of the head. Um, and that can be very fascinating. So I've been just going through where things seem like this is what keeps coming. Mm-hmm. And so we, Jennifer and I had a conversation, and she told, said, who's the golden angel? I don't know a golden angel, but I know a golden realm and an angel that goes with golden uh-huh. realm. And that would be separate, and that's Raphael. So, huh. Yeah. So, so it, you said it, um, it's designed, what did you say about designed to be healthy. Uh-huh. Healing, okay. physically healing. Right. It's the name of Tiferet. Uh, the the name Tiferet means beauty. Right. And the archangel is Raphael. So it's mm-hmm. calling in the archangel Raphael to do these kinds of things that are healing. And I'll be doing more research on it. Some uh-huh. of the stuff I like, I've read and and but need to go back to basics sure. and just look it back up again. Um, but this energy is powerful. And when you call an archangel into the room. It can be very interesting the kinds of things that happen when you do that with with a group intentionality. So when you said though it's about bringing people who have been separated together. Oh, so the gong, Aslan the gong, oh, to bring okay. people back. So Aslan, because of its of its or origin time, uh-huh. has a retrograde Venus, and retrograde Venus brings people back together who need to finish stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Like, like, so this friends. could be in relationships. Yeah, people, past, past friends, people you've had a falling out with, people where I things need to be it. healed, or you just need to be brought back together because you were great together and you need to be back together again. I feel like there should be a disclaimer on this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going to happen for you 
I know. I, I like know. this. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that's, the fact that really I kind great. of know more about it before I go into it because then I feel yeah. like I can be even more open to like, get out of what I need to get out of it. You just love to happen. Yeah. See, and, and I sometimes am the opposite. I don't want to know. I want to see what happens. Yeah. And sort of, and the other thing is you're going to, we can't, like, can't keep all of it. Sure, So sure. we're going to let go of all the stuff we need to let go of and the, the healing is going to take place. Okay, so I we're we're getting close on time, and mm-hmm. but I, there's there are a couple more questions I want to ask. Um, one is I'm going to ask the logistical questions kind of first, and then we'll close with the, the other question if that's okay. So the first one is, um, can you tell everybody like how they can find you? I know you have a Facebook page. You have like, what's the best way for people so, to find you in the Metro Detroit area? So gongimmersion.com is one way. Okay. G O N G I M M E-R-S-I-O-N. Um, the other way is Sacred Wave Gong Immersions on Facebook. Um, they can call me, um, 248-721-7094. Uh, so that, those are all the ways. And I'm a dinosaur, so people can call me up and talk to me. <laughs> um, my studio is in downtown Royal Oak, across, currently across the street from the Royal Oak Music Theater awesome. um, okay. at 301 West 4th Street, Suite 490, awesome. fourth floor. I have a great view of the alley. Fantastic. <laughs> and, 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 and you do immersions how frequently? How do you do them regularly? Three days a week. Sundays, there's normally one or two, one to three sessions every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, in summertime, everything changes. Okay. So, um, so Sunday, three, five, seven in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday, five and seven in the mm-hmm. winter. And um, Friday night, seven o'clock somewhere. Seven o'clock somewhere. Seven o'clock somewhere. somewhere. I like it. So somewhere in Metro Detroit, there's okay, event. great. And so, um, so that happens, and um, in the summertime on Tuesday nights, I'll probably be playing outside um, around six or six or seven o'clock in the evening, so that we can end before it gets dark. And that's at, come, at your place too. No, it comes out the park. Oh, yeah. So usually, so I, I have to find a park. One of them is in Ferndale. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's um it's on Pinecrest. Yeah, it's right down the street from where we go to church. Okay, so um there's this, a, a a park right there that um they have a public restroom. So I like to oh, play in a park yeah. with a public restroom right. because it's hard to invite people someplace they where they can't, can't use the restroom. The That's right. And you're gonna replace when nature long. calls. Right, right. Yep. So there's that. Okay. Cool. So awesome. So my then my closing question is about um. You know, you do. It sounds like you do a lot of preparation in terms of like, you know, what the intention is for the the uh, meditation and which which gongs you'll bring and all of that. So when you actually do the meditation, is it just like how do you go about playing them? Like, is it something you you know? I'm sure it's something you practice normally, but is, is it just that spirit like kind of just? So, so I play the gongs, but what it really ends up happening is the gongs play me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the energy flows. And there are times if you if if you were to sit and watch me, you'd see me go to hit a gong and I stop. Ah. So okay. I'll go to hit it and I get a no. Don't uh-huh. do that. Uh-huh. And so I there's a dance that goes on, but it's um, there's some other things that happen in there, and it's so I have to follow the energy. I don't just do what I want. Right. I feel the room, what the room wants, and what the room needs. And so there's that going on. And so I'll play something for a while, and sometimes while I'm playing it, it sounds horrible to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's not what I need right. about what the people in the room mm-hmm. need, and I can feel it to keep going. Right. And sometimes I'm like, really, really, you really <laughs> want me to keep okay? Really like, keep going. Yep. Uh-huh. And then somebody over, somebody's like, that was so fantastic. I'm like, oh 
Because <laughs> I was not loving it. I was not, but, but there are times where I really love it. Uh-huh. And there are times where everybody, so sometimes everybody's on the same page, and sometimes everybody's in their own world of, mm-hmm. of, of so many things going on. And so all that unwinding is a very interesting hmm. thing to work with. So I'm doing energy work for a crowd of people. And so it's different. Fantastic. And so when I get to play outside in the summer, it'll be energy work for the world and the yeah. environment yeah, yeah. as well as the crowd of people. Yeah. Well, that is awesome and fascinating. And I'm so glad that you were willing to come onto the show and talk with us about the experience. And like Kristen said, we are planning to be at the one in May. So maybe we'll have you come back if you're, if you're willing to come well, back I'm and absolutely willing to come back. And thank that. you for having me because it lets me like reflect upon what I'm doing in a way that I don't normally get to reflect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, no. we love it. Do you want well, to play a little bit of the dog? Yeah, I was going to oh. say, are you able? Yeah, I wonder if we can play a little bit of it before we go. Yeah, I'll just give our listeners. Maybe I'll. If you are uh, tuning in, if this is your first show, you got a real treat with all the gongs, kind of a sneak peek. Um, If you're interested in experiencing a gong immersion in person, definitely look up Sacred Gong our sacred wave gong immersions um, or go to gongimmersions.com and check that out. We would love to meet you. Um, What's that? Gong immersion, just see you. Oh, gongimmersion.com. My, my bad. Thank you for that correction. Um, check that out. Um, you can also get the information on that Mind Body app. Yes. If you're in the Detroit area and you um, wanted to come to the ones that we're actually going to be at at 359 Yoga, you can, um, in the Mind Body app, look at 359 Yoga and all of their workshops are there. Their yoga classes, their gong immersions, the, um, everything. Everything they do, all the different kind of healing. It's all there. So, um, definitely check it out, and hopefully if you, you know, are hearing this but you don't know us, but you're in the Detroit area, you'll say hello if you come to one of the events because that would be really cool. Um, and with that, I think we are going to kind of sign off. Um, tune in next week to Call Me Crazy for more woo-woo with Jennifer and Kristen. It's such a
guy knows more isn't always better unless we're talking about full-size vans these beasts do more than get you from a to b they have so much space a man can live in it with shag carpeting water bed and a sweet lava lamp these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home with quality parts and plenty of napa know-how you can keep the original tiny house running longer stronger that's napa know-how napa know-how in 50 yards, turn right on Main Street. Continue on Main Street. On second thought, go directly to Tim Hortons. Order any freshly baked bagel and Philadelphia cream cheese for just $1.99. Like the new Asiago bagel with chive and onion cream cheese. Recalculating route to your nearest Tim Hortons. Change up your morning routine with a bagel and cream cheese from Tim Hortons. Now, just $1.99 at participating U.S. restaurants for a limited time.